Hello, 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 beautiful people. My name is V. George Smith, and this is the Hello, Beautiful People podcast. Thank you for rocking with us one more time. It's an honor to have you just lending your ears to us as we speak. (laughs) Thank you, seriously, though, um, for rocking with us, for listening, subscribing, for rating us five-star for comments and thank you for all of that good stuff we are back again um it's just me and my boy Corey today others might pop up we don't know but it's me and my boy Corey. y'all know Corey. days man I feel like this is whatever face reunion yeah this is like <laughs> this is like whatever face 2019 <laughs> 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 we were babes in the ministry. Oh, glory to God. Glory. Oh, glory. Yappy, I'm sorry. <laughs> I really didn't. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Because I, 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 I once again um, shocked the Twitter world with one of my funny um, praise breaks. And please, people, I'm not trying to make fun of nobody with these praise breaks. Like, I didn't create them. I'm just people send them to me now. That's that's the fun part about it now, Corey. Like, I don't most of these junks, I don't even have to search them out. People see these praise breaks or like quickenings and stuff like that, and they just legit send them to me. And I oh, got so that. now you become the plug now. People just send them to you now. I got that one from James. And I'm telling you, I I, I popped it up last night. And uh, it, it ain't, it's, it's not hitting like the Joe Biden. Nothing, the Joe Biden is like the, that's the diamond. I went diamond with that Joe Button. That you stole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I was spreading the good, that I shared. I didn't steal it. Sharing is not stealing. Come on, man. Like, it's like karaoke. Right? Is that the same thing? No, I would not say it's like karaoke because what if somebody sings your song better than you do at karaoke and then they become viral and it's like, oh, so and so did a mean cover of this song, and now you got wait, yeah, I don't think it's the same. No, but cook on, cook on, whatever. Long story short, it was about the Soul Train Awards. Did you watch the Soul Train Awards last night? I did. I did. We can have we can, if that's part if that's on the docket. To talk about. I, I oh. guess I'm prepared this week. Oh, listen, let me tell you something. We're going to talk about it. I had, I had a long talk with myself the other day. And the other day meaning today. We're going to talk about these close friends. Yeah, I'll, yeah, we're going to talk about these close friends. Listen, people, let me tell you something. I guess we could just start with let, let let's go Soul Train, favorite performance of the night. Um, what did you have as the one that was just wow? They could have ran that back. Uh, yeah, it wasn't necessarily a performance, but more so the video, Jasmine Solomon's video. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't. I guess they shot it as a video, but it was an actual performance. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, hers was dope. Brandy's was dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Monica's uh, tribute was dope. 
Yeah. Um, I like LMA's. Uh... All right. Before we get into the, the awards, can I just tell you how happy I am to see an award show with people actually present? They've done a good job. I don't know, man. Nah, man. They've done a good job doing these virtual award shows. But to see people actually present, like socially distanced, not not that I uh, care too much about people being in the audience, but it just it, it felt good to see an award show where, like, you get it. In the beginning, we were doing what we were supposed to. Everybody was doing it virtual. But to see an award show, comedy shows, even now, where people, where you see people in the audience, it warms my heart, man. Not going to lie to you. I'm not gonna hold you because I definitely um I definitely got the Kev on stage um keep your distance special this week. And and I'm gonna tell you right now, even though Kev is like my friend from years, years ago, like I'm I promise you, I legit got his special this week because of the advertising for it. It was like it was undeniable. That that addictive love video. You didn't want to pass the link or nothing. You paid for it. You didn't want I to posted it. I can't now pass no, that no, no, link. No, no, why not? I can't pass that link. That's my dude. You can do a watch party. I can't do a watch party. It's a YouTube link. The the songwriter, um, the prophet once said, it ain't no fun if the homies <laughs> can't have none. So, so. <laughs> That's so funny. Nah, that's my dog. I ain't gonna do my dog like that. Maybe others. I mean, I bootleg a lot of stuff. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Should I say I bootleg a lot of stuff? I don't have to bootleg albums no more. I got Apple Music. So I pretty oh, much stream everything. So you was a bootlegging nigga. We used to bootleg stuff. We used to. We. Don't don't, don't incorporate me in your film. No, because you did we. too. You, you know did, did too. You know what I did. <laughs> You did too. Don't, don't don't act like you did bootleg stuff too. I I, I and it was funny because I was uploading because somebody shout out to Brandon Cousin who's the plug who got me. So if you want those live performances from from last night, I got you on that. I can send those right. to you. See, there we so, go. Now we could send them. See, that's that's what I'm talking about. So if you want those, got those for you for sure. So. Um, he sent me those, and while I was uploading those, and because you got to upload, it's a lot. While I was putting those in the cloud, I was seeing all the old stuff that he had sent me previously. And remember that era R&B where like artists was just leaking with air quotation marks, accidentally leaking music, and you had to go to uh, places like rnbspot.com and different websites and they would all have like all these unreleased gems so i, have I don't know what you see so of many of those. i can't um i can't uh i i can't agree i can't be your witness here i can't be a two or three in your scenario no, i'm sorry I, I did things the right way sir i paid for my stuff <laughs> all right so we, we so we lying out here that's what we're doing okay. i said sometimes i said sometimes <laughs> But I, I I completely agree with you. Um, Jasmine and Brandy were my favorites. Um, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed the um, the CeeLo performance. But I forgot um, about CeeLo. Yes, 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 yes. I forgot about CeeLo. 
I was surprised because I'm, I, I don't know. It's like when I was in school, when I first got, when I first got introduced to Go-Go, I hated it. And I think that was just the ignorance of a teenage kid that hadn't heard that kind of music before. But man, that junk was rocking. That junk was rocking. I had to mess with it. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Charlie Wilson was there. Everything was cool. Like I, you could always count on Soul Train. You could always count on Soul Train for a bunch of great, great performances. So I wasn't let down. I'm gonna disagree. With I wasn't you let on down counting on Soul Train. I think you really count on. I think you can count on Adam Blackstone whenever he's involved in. Uh, okay. Being it because. For those listening who may not know who Adam Blackstone is, uh, musical director for you name it, Justin Timberlake, Jay Z, mm-hmm. the Soul Train Awards just just passed, uh, and people are probably like, "Well, what is that?" He he's the bass player, nigga. The bass he used to be chubby. He ain't chubby anymore. <laughs> he's skinny, but yeah, he, he uh, his arrangements are ridiculous. Yeah, out of this world. And like the way Do you think that uh that run Jasmine did along to the baseline was planned or rehearsed? Yes, or that was. You think so? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. That, that was when she did it, man. And it's to the point now when I when when I hear people like Jasmine, and I hear them kind of runs and stuff like that, I just start laughing now. It's like I'm I'm t- the oohs and ahs is one thing, but now when they start doing stuff like that. I literally just bust into laughter because that was crazy. And then she put it on Instagram talking about, I was so scared. Like, if you scared of what? You are driving us crazy with this singing. So I'm just ready for this album. I'm ready for these, whatever anthem she's going to come with because they are going to be ridiculous. I cannot wait. Um, but, yep, again, Adam Blackstone, BBE. Shout out to my boy Aaron Draper on percussion. Um, George, uh, you, some names around your feet over there. But I know these people. Like I can't. If I if, if I know these people, and they are really my friends. I feel like I I'm, I'm I'm all right with shouting them out, right? Like if if you was playing horns last night, I'd be like, yo, shout out to my boy Corey was on the saxophone. My, my uh, I'm sorry, my guy Ken Whalem. I'm waiting for him to be on somebody else or something. But I'm sorry, I, 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 you throw names, I can throw names too. I don't have that many, so don't play that game, please. Like all I could really say was Aaron and Adam. That's it. That's all I knew from the people that was playing last night. See, I I, I watch uh, <laughs> award shows, and I liked when Ray True and the crew when they used to. <laughs> Man. Used to BK used to book him for everything. Ray True. Then it was um it was this bald head light skin cat. What was his name, yo? Let me I'm I let's Google machine musical. I'm gonna find out. He was like one of my favorites. He was a bass player too. He was a bass player too. I'm trying to Remember his name. While you're using the Google machine, can we? Uh, yeah. Can we? Can we tell your brother, uh, Vin, to hurry up and uh, MD, so we can throw his name out there too. 
<laughs> I don't know if I mean Ricky Minor. Yes. Yes. Ricky, Ricky Minor is a beast MD. Beast. Oh my god, that dude was good. Um I don't know. I don't know if Vin really wants to be an MD like that. Like a lot of times he'll be like a de facto MD. But like a lot of time he 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 defers a lot because he demands a lot from musicians. Like, if I can tell you the amount of times that he has cussed us out in the in the musician circle when we didn't play something right. <laughs> can, I, can, I tell you, can I just tell you? I don't. I don't. I don't get that from him. When I see him play, he just seems so cool, calm, and relaxed. But I can, if you got in there monitors, I'm sure he's probably boy. You get it together. If anybody that has ever played with Vindel that's listening to this is cracking up laughing right now. <laughs> you have no earthly idea when you are playing with my brother and my and you play something wrong. Holy cow. What are we doing? Are you kidding me? It's like, and my favorite one is he'll just stop playing. And he's just like, you know what, guy? <laughs> No, my brother's my brother's a great guy, but he doesn't he don't play around when it comes to the music, yo. He does not play. Well, I'm, I'm like he is very serious when it comes to the tunes, yo. He is not gonna let you slide with no messed ups or messed ups, mess ups. See, he would have killed me right there for not being able to say mess ups. He's start not gonna over, let you, start the part. He's not start gonna, it all over. Do your introduction he, over. We're gonna we're gonna do this over. Then all the way from the top. Up. Up. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's the Hello Beautiful <laughs> People podcast. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> but all in all, like a really really dope dope um award show. I guess the Grammys are up next. After that, uh, and um, I, I got not interested. Yeah, I, I doubt they're gonna have the audience. Before we, you jump to the Grammys, though, what did you think about Tashina and uh, Gina? I forgot her name that quick. Um, <laughs> Tisha and Tashina. There you go, Tisha and Tashina. Um, this is kind of like the Kevin Hart conversation from last oh, here week. Here we go. Here we go. Um, George, what store is open so late that you're copping all these pleas from? I just, I just even know. <laughs> I'm a Martin and my wife and kids fanatic. So Tisha, Tisha does no wrong to me. I know it's overacting. I know they're overdoing it. But it's just funny to me. It's just funny to me. And I can tell how it could annoy some other people. I can definitely tell, but I'm just a fan, and I'm huge to see an Arnold fan because you can tell like that time they spent with Martin, they got a lot. They learned a lot from that. So I'm I, I, I'm here for it, but I can completely get how somebody could be like, nah, that's not for me. I did think it was interesting the uh, the the monologue. Uh, when they were well, well, I guess it wasn't a monologue, but I guess one of the the comedy stints where 
um, they were talking about Tashina being single and she fired that was back funny. with, yeah, you don't have your ring because you lost in the settlement. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Right. So, yeah. Even if that was planned, they sold that junk. Yeah. Yeah, they they sold that junk like The Rock sells the Stone Cold Stunner, man. They sold it. She said, "Wow, <laughs> wow!" I was like, "Whoa, was that real?" Dwayne Martin really took the ring too. Listen, sometimes, sometimes you gotta appreciate somebody that sells sells for you really good. And if people <laughs> that don't know wrestling terms, selling means they just. How would you? How would you? Ed? So, like, sold the story, like, sold the effect, the effectiveness. Can I talk tonight? Sold the effectiveness of the joke. So, even if it wasn't the case, Tisha made you feel like that was the exact truth with her surprisedness. That's not a word. <laughs> you're, you're making up stuff. I, I uh, keep going. Keep going. Oh, gosh. But the way she reacted just made you feel like that was like an authentic joke. So, I mean, I get it. Like, there, it was just a different, even though it was like an awards show, they ended on time. That's definitely not a Soul Train staple. It shocked the heck out of me. Because normally it'll be like 8 to 10 and then it'll be like 10, 27. And they were like, we got one more person to go up. <laughs> so... We didn't but, have a million tributes this year, so maybe that 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 I think that's the only thing that bothered me. There was no tribute at all this year. So so you 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 fancy award shows that have a gazillion tributes? I'm I'm a big Soul Train Awards fan because for me, they've never let me down. They always do a solid, they always do solid like they always do solid tributes and then they always bring back somebody from the past and this was the first year that they didn't do that I'm going to tell you right now uh, tying into your Grammy conversation because you said the Grammys are next I can't wait for when us uh, the coloreds when we treat like the Grammys, or not the Grammys, sorry, Soul Train or BET Awards as if it had the same uh, weight that the Grammys do, because that's when things are going to shift. But again, you, I, absolutely. I jump, but... No, well, you put us right there, because that's the absolute truth. It's like, and I, and I really don't like it when we wait until we're, we're like, we're dissed or dismissed to make these statements. But I really believe that we should say this kind of stuff beforehand. Like, I mean, I don't know the weekend. I'm not a huge fan. But it was just like, and for him to not get no nominations, like none, that junk didn't seem right to me at all. It Did didn't you hear the right story behind that? No. Uh, so allegedly, I don't, I don't allegedly. Um, the Grammys told him, um, well, if you don't, because the thing was, either you perform at the Grammys or you tell the Super Bowl no. So the Grammys said when he took the Super Bowl gig, they were like, all right, well, they kind of, 
he, he kind of closed his own door and they basically didn't give him any noms or anything else because he chose to do the Super Bowl. It's not like it was, they were making it seem like you had to choose one or the other. When in reality, it could have just been, why can't he do both? Super Bowl right. before the Grammys. Why not have the person that's highlighting Super Bowl also perform as a Grammy? Like, but yeah, that that's uh, the alleged story was that they uh, put an ultimatum to him in terms of his performing. And I guess it was tied into his nominations, but people have been saying that for a while. Um, how the Grammys would get you there, sit you front row, promise you all these things. Uh, Bruh. Yeah. How many times they did that? They sat Jay in that front row. Let's not talk about it. They sat Beyonce in that front row and gave her Album of the Year award to Adele. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me, bro? Like, like they, they're, they, they've been foul, bro. They've been for, I remember it. I remember, and I'm a big, I guess you could tell, I love award shows and I, I watch them like a lot. Do you? I, I don't get that from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> but, man, I remember the year that Boys to Men lost ben new, Best New Artist to Mark Cohn. See? Yeah, they, Mark Cohn had a song a called "Walk." Mark Cohn had a song called "Walking in Memphis." See what I mean? Yeah, you get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's a nice, it's a wonderful honor. Don't get me wrong, and shout out to everybody that did get nominated. Because at the end of the day, like to be honored by. The Grammys is still a big deal, but I, I'm I'm totally with you. We need to treat what's ours as big as what they hand out to us too, yo. So I'm I'm all for that. I'm like Image Awards, BAT Awards, Soul Train Awards. We need to like get behind it and be there for it. I like I saw people on Twitter like. I saw people on Twitter like, yeah, these Soul Train Awards are good, but I'm about to go watch Real Hus- real, um, real Housewives of whatever is going on. I was like, what? Like, Soul Train Awards is on. What you doing? <laughs> like, record that. You but, know what it is? I, well, for me, I'll speak for me and say, uh, when the big names started stopped going to, let's say, your BET Awards or your, like your MTV or AMAs, when they stopped going and only focused on going to the Grammys, it was like, okay, well, in my mind, well, I don't need to watch this if my favorite artist ain't going to be on it. Like, right. Okay. So, yeah, BET, you're going to give this artist that congratulations. They'll accept the award from their house and like, not <laughs> show up live to accept it, but yeah, man. Uh, I, I maybe you can answer. Why is it that the Grammys hold so much? Why is it that the Grammys hold so much weight for artists, and then when artists don't get them, they feel like it's the biggest uh, slap in the face to their career? Because we had too many people talk about this in terms of the Grammys and like it not letting it not make 
make you as an artist. Like, let that not be your uh, your end goal is to, to win a Grammy because you may never win one. Like, why right. why do artists feel like it's the uh, the most prestigious thing that you can get? One of the biggest reasons why I believe we look at Grammys the way we do because we got that picture of Michael Jackson in that sparkly black jacket. Okay. Yeah. Holding, cradling all those Grammy awards in his head. So yeah. it's like when we see like our heroes, our heroes and our, our rock stars was just winning them junks left and right. You know what I mean? It's just like deep down inside, you're like, I, I want one. Like I know that like for me, when I, I've been in the, um, I've been in the first round, like I've been in the first round of Grammy votes three times. And I can't flex on this podcast. (laughs) If you don't go ahead and flex. It's only two rounds. Put it on the table, George. Yeah, put it on the table. No, it's not even no flex. It's like, it's literally getting from submission to round one is them just saying, okay, your song fits this criteria. So, like, if if nobody's voting for you, like, if it ain't no Grammy voters voting for you, then it's not really, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it doesn't really <laughs> do about it. But, like, so just you, the fact you that... Go by Grammy-nominated... Uh, absolutely not. V. George Smith? No, absolutely not. You can't go by that if you're in the first round. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> I would... Like, I, I make hoodies. So... I, <laughs> I, I make hoodies and T-shirts. So... <laughs> and, like, today's the last day for 10% off on the Hello Beautiful People... The, the a Grammy Award nominated V. George Smith. <laughs> hey, you don't see none of those. Trust me. If I ever you, if I ever make that second round, you gonna know. Trust that. They'll be all. I think you need to Grammys. drop those shirts tonight. Then you drop them tonight. You drop them tonight. <laughs> Absolutely not. V. George Smith. When it happens for real, then I'll make the shirts for real. But it ain't happened for real yet. <laughs> But yeah, like, like I, like I said, it's like it's one of those things where we saw Michael. We saw, like, yeah, I, I ain't got name nothing. I ain't got name nobody else. We saw Michael holding them daggone yeah. Grammys with that black jacket on, and to all of us, I believe that put as musicians put that dream in our heads. And as I speak of a dream. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bishop of the House is here. James Harris White has joined. Bless you, bless you. Amen. What's going on, my brother? Ah, <laughs> uh, the Lord is good, and He's kind. He's a kind God. Oh, and, um, yes, He is. Out of His mercy and infinite wisdom, I am here by His yes, grace. Sir. Grateful to be amongst yes, the land God. of the living. Grateful to be with all of you today. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Surely the presence of the Lord is in this in this podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that surely took me out. That's it. I can sense oh, his glory man. already. Yes, it's in the room. Oh man, we were just talking about 
the Soul Train Awards, mm-hmm. and we were kind of transitioning into why we, as in our people, why we deem, why we give so much more respect to the Grammys than our own award shows like Image Awards, yeah. Soul Train, like why why we think that way. So, gotcha. and why do people have these responses? Like, because there's a lot of people that got snubbed this year at the Grammys. So we were just wondering out loud, why is it such a big, why is it like, this is such an honor when I get nominated. But then when they don't win, it's just like, ugh. yeah. Um, um, it's a lot of egos going around. Mm. Yeah, that too. A lot of ego and insecurity, and also the Grammys are what the money is. Like you know, your price don't go up for winning the Soul Train Music Award, but if you if you won a Grammy, then all of a sudden that's on your resume and the price goes up. So it's it's been the award of esteem, but they are as political as the other awards. So, and this is from a former voting member of the Grammys who no longer, I turned in my voting privileges because I wasn't going to be a part of it anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. If you don't go ahead and flex on this podcast, James. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, I decided I will you know, it's like, okay, what am I participating in this for, man? It's a lot of, let me tell you what they do. Like I'm part of the Texas chapter and these cats, all they know is country and Tejano music. Now, you know, they'll still, still have the presence. Our, our, our chapter president used to be Paul Wall. How about that? Come on, um, man. Hey, yeah, James, wow, James, before you finish. Before you finish it on the floor around you, you got there's some names over there He's by your feet. You want to pick them up? If you stay with me, you'll, you'll, you're gonna some more names. <laughs> um, but they don't know anything about any other music. So when they get the voting list, they just vote for names. They don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. They don't even know who they're voting for. You know what I mean? They find the most recognizable name. Hadn't heard their work at all because we vote for everything, y'all. And there are so many categories in the Grammys. Like literally, by the time you get a ballot sheet, you're like, you know what? Forget it. Just the first name I see, I'm just gonna check that one because mm. it's so long. Like, how many people are creating work out here? Stop, all of you, stop doing this. <laughs> Whereas with the Soul Train, you don't get a chance to vote on that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's whoever. Erica Badu says gonna win. That's who's gonna win. So, um, <laughs> you know. So I, to me, man, listen. It's it's the feedback that you get for your art. That's the most important thing, you know. Because the awards don't define it. You know, I I can name a whole bunch of artists who didn't win a, a bunch of awards. Or I'd rather hear them than multiple award winners. So, you know, um, it it shouldn't James, define you. Um, George brought up the, uh, a good point of. Um, we saw Michael with the sparkly jacket cradling all of those awards. And that was like the yeah. instant connection that it was like, oh no, that's what we need. That's what we need to get. Like, we need to be like that. And well, let me, let me, let me help like, the people. Y'all ain't Mike. All right. So, 
Is there anybody who's listening to this podcast? Let me shoot your dreams out right now. No, wait, 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 wait. What if the next Michael Jackson is really listening? And you James is stopping him. You ain't Mike. <laughs> Be encouraged. <laughs> no. no. He he hell. You ain't Mike. <laughs> Some some little kid is telling his mom right now, mom, could you just let out all my pants? Like, yeah. why? <laughs> just, just, just let out all the beautiful people where dreams are get, crushed. Get you some <laughs> pants that fit. Go forward. <laughs> just let out all my pants, and you can give you can take this little red jacket back too. <laughs> but no, for seriously though, I think we forget how special Mike was. I'm I'm not saying no one else can be special, but. Him having a night like that, that didn't happen often. Right. And and it was after creating the highest selling album, one of the most impactful albums of all time in Thriller. Music had never had anything like that. They, Mike and Quincy Jones shook up the world with that joint. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it wasn't just like some average thing going on. That, that, was, that was something special. And... Um, so, but but that seeing that moment also, I'll tell you what did it for me. They let me know, man, this thing's wide open. When Outcast won for album of the year, yeah, because for the longest time, Grammys didn't even want to recognize rap as a genre of music. Y'all remember that back in the eighties? Yeah, didn't even I remember um, that, that boycott. That boycott yeah. photo is like to me one of the greatest. Greatest pictures from hip hop. Yes. It was like Light, Will Smith. It was oh man, that picture in itself is just so dope. Mm-hmm. So many like legendary artists are in that in that flick. And we and we went from that to the Grammys needing rap to save their show. Yeah, yeah. To to LL Cool J actually hosting it for like six years straight. Right. You know what I mean? So. Um, the hypocrisy of it all <laughs> is is amazing, <laughs> but but to see Outkast, you know, and this is this is a mostly rap album win album of the year. That was incredible, you know right. what I mean. So, um, I, I'm I'm just like, I I don't I don't think it validates your work, you know, to me, it's not anymore. I used to, but I don't think it does anymore. I think they do a good job of finding artists, regardless of how well they sold, though. Yeah. Um, so that they're not just about about selling, um, about who's popular. That's why Fifty Cent didn't have a bunch of of um, <laughs> uh, Grammys because I mean your music's trash. It's just sold a lot. But <laughs> I'm sorry, um, but, I mean, oh my God. <laughs> but they did more quality of work. I mean, this year you see more independent artists being nominated than ever. Right. And it's like amazing. And the weekend is mad because he didn't get nominated. I mean, put some bass in your voice and make better music. Stop tripping. Uh oh. Did you see the Bruno Mars meme that said if you don't submit, if you don't record music, you can't get snow from a grand Listen, now? genius. <laughs> Took me out, pointed genius. right to the camera, pointed right to the camera while smiling. And probably snorting on the line right after that. that right after good. that. Brilliant. Because in his mind, he knows if he did, <laughs> and leading the Grammys, what am I? Bruno is a Kirk Franklin of pop music, man. This man. is like if, he, if he's putting out work, he's winning it. That man you know? said, "You know what? 
I'm gonna make me a '90s R&B record. <laughs> like what? Like yeah. And I'm yeah. gonna just get all the best people to produce it and sing background on it. And yeah, and y'all gonna be singing '90s R&B for a couple months, okay? <laughs> and we did. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna put Cardi B on one of these songs. You're gonna love right. it. I'm gonna snort a line right after that. <laughs> oh shoot so I mean it's under I, I guess it's kind of understandable for some and unbearable for others but you know as much as I'm as much junk as I'm talking I'm definitely going to watch the Grammys from the opening tip until it's over <laughs> so I'm definitely going to watch right. the whole thing Last just like I watched Soul Train Last question to both of you guys, because both of you guys are artists. Um, does it anger you when you see like people having drinks out the Grammy, people pissing on their Grammy, people like just making it seem like I'll eat soup, I'll eat uh, cereal out of this, I'll, I'll, I'll drink alcohol. Like, does it annoy you guys as artists to see people not really care to win them? I don't think that drinking ever bothered me. Because as you as you love to say, that's a mean flex. <laughs> I I I didn't I don't like the the, the peeing on a award while while it's in the toilet. I'm I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, because I just um, feel like somebody else would have really loved to get that award that you pissing on. Yeah, it would have meant the world to somebody else, but you pissing on it like. Nah, I'm usually, not feeling that. Usually artists who do stuff like that, their careers end very fast and then they have a hard road and then they wind up regretting stuff like that later when they can't get back in the game. And and one thing I learned about about popular music, when you're in that, that vein like that, it's just like the NFL and the NBA. You got a certain shelf life, a lot of them. And when your day is done, your day is done, cat. And so you should really enjoy and appreciate what you have going now because you you know it's not a guarantee that you're gonna be around forever. And True. some some of those some of those cats take their spots for granted as if they're always gonna be there. And they're not, you know. So it doesn't bother the but the thing that bothered me was when Alicia Keys was performing, she knocked over that keyboard. Now that pissed me off. <laughs> oh, little titty heifer, what are you doing knocking over keyboards? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you got her going right. crazy. I was I was pissed for that. I need a board right now. You you, right. you foul. And that's the thing you actually do good. Like, why don't you knock the mic down? What? Anyway, knock your vocal coach out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Push him down. Wow. <laughs> tell, him to, <sighs> tell him to walk halfway up the steps. Kick that nigga in the back. Like, come he on. He's lying man. to you. <laughs> got a bunch of lies on my account. Talk about that's it for the day. We had a great day today. Like, what? Mm-mm. Pay these people to say the truth. <laughs> you know. But no, nah, man, you want to grab me, you do whatever you want to do with it, man. I just, you know, I, 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 you know, and it, and and it does. I'm not. I'm not mean saying it doesn't mean anything. Shoot, if I want one, you know, I'd be happy. 
You know what I mean? Man. But, you know, and the price would go up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but, but I can't trying to convince I can't George believe. to put out, um, we're trying to convince George to put out Grammy nominated, uh, B. George Smith shirts and hoodies on Hello Beautiful People. No, but he won't do it. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm with George, I, don't do that. I told this fool I was just in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> and like that, I can't, I can't say that about myself because I was just in the first <laughs> round a couple times. That'll be Jack. <laughs> Shoot. I'm telling you right now, don't let me win one. Y'all going to be in group chat. I, I can't believe George is up there crying like a punk whole time. And Susie, my, got, Susie got up there. His glasses was all fogged up. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Listen, if I ever want a Grammy, if I ever want a Grammy, I would get up there and I would say the following people. <laughs> can kiss. <laughs> I will have a scroll full of names. I'm gonna let some people have it. You understand? Know my favorite part about the whole thing is like the band will start playing because he lets me. Oh, yeah. so much. And I would sit on that piano. Then you would have to hear that. You would have to hear that list. There's some light jazz music. Listen. <laughs> Bonita. Listen, I got a list. Ooh. Gertrude. I got. Listen, they gonna, they gonna come back for commercial. I'm be stressed out across the piano while they still playing. I'm reading Hold this on, list. Pink. Hold on, Pink. We, you go. You gonna stick in a second. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish, Pank. <laughs> oh shoot! Hold oh on. my god! Hold on, Billy Eilish. Let me get this out right quick. <laughs> Can nobody understand what you're saying anyway? Let me let me get this out. I, I love the fact that the only person in Grammy history to stop the music has been Jay Z. Like when they started playing the music while he was talking, he did like a look and immediately shut off and let him finish his speech. I love that. Oh, no, he's not the only one. There's been a few others. I'm still the only one that upset. I care about. They put oh, yeah, that okay. man on the front row <laughs> and didn't give that man Nathan. Nominated him for 20 awards. Had he Boo had out there way past her bedtime. Looking like a young camel. And... <laughs> I'm sorry. It's been a long day, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Bishop ain't got his rest. We're going to fire these off. Oh, gosh. We're going to fire these off today. Oh, my Um, goodness. I pray for that girl. Like, her face got to change when she get older because this, she's, she is cursed with a curse. I don't care how much money you got. You can't be going off out in public looking like that in the face. We need to start. We need to start right now. Do an intervention, oh. blue ivy in our face, right now. <laughs> oh gosh! Do you so know how those... wonderful her personality got to be to overcome what she looked Listen. like in the face? Oh my goodness! So because you can't be ugly and hollow <laughs> at the same time. You you got to be. You can't have. To, you got to pick a struggle. Like you 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 can't be ugly and empty on the inside. So like you got to have a wonderful personality. To offset the fact that we gotta look at you looking like your daddy in the face. 
We're gonna have a brown skin girl prayer conference. Visual. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. We gotta have a brown skin girl prayer That's conference visual because shoot. Oh gosh. I stopped saying that for a while, but I realized that I'm not having no more kids. So I could talk about people's kids. Hey, man. And freely listen, as I want to. And, and I've done so this, in de- various group chats. If oh, you listen gosh. to this podcast and you know your child ugly, stop showing pictures of your children to people. Oh, my goodness. We don't, we don't need that extra pressure. You know what we your child look like. Put them pics <laughs> up. You're trying to force people to lie and stuff. You know the child ugly. Looking like baby's um, lease U-Haul trucks. I mean, looking like Stripe from the Gremlins. We don't need that. <laughs> you remember the Gremlins? You remember Stripe? Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> Eclipse-looking baby. You know, they're taking pictures of this child. You can't stare at this child in the face. Stop doing these photo shoots of these ugly babies. Stop. Please. All the ruffles in the world can't stop them. You sit them down on that white pillow in that oh. white dress. You know how hard this photographer got to work? Got to do CGI graphics to make this child look decent. <laughs> like, we you heard gotta... that you worked on the Avatar movie and you're a photographer? Yes. Yes, I'm a photographer Shoot. now. I'm a photographer now. Yes, I am. They got to charge you double yeah, just to balance the children's eyes babies. out. <laughs> Man, you know your baby ugly. Stop playing. Stop playing. Listen, people, if, you, if you're if you going to um have children in the future, I don't advise you to have these kind of talks. I'm done. James done. Finished. Corey Complete. just laughing, so I don't know if Corey all the way done. That's why he's not Is saying it? nothing. No, no, no. Corey, Corey's quiet. I was making fun of kids. My wife was pregnant with uh, my firstborn. I, I don't care. Oh no, nah, I don't. I don't. I don't. Disrespect I, had a, lot of, the I kids. had a lot of confidence in me and my wife's looks, George, that I wasn't going to have <laughs> one of the babies that y'all talk about. So I, I was speaking in confidence before I even saw my child. It so happens that uh, God decided not to put the joke on me and give me ugly babies. So Lord of God, because I'm telling you, like you mess around, talk about somebody's kids. I'm, don't mess around. You reach back in that family tree. Mm. Go find one of them. Go find, I believe they're called nappy roots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 go find one of the nappy roots in your family. But oh God, hey, hey. Cheryl and King. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, y'all. Y'all just started Thanksgiving dinner without me. <laughs> Come have a seat, Cheryl. <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl got chin hair like Captain Caveman. <laughs> oh, hanging out. Here comes Cheryl talking about yabba dabba do. Like, no, just sit out and have some. He's smelling like gravy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm, I'm speaking from a finished place because we are done. Okay, done. Listen. After my son Josiah was born, I tied my own tubes. Okay. Whew. I hope this rubber band holds up, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
George, it hurts um, when I sneeze. I just want you to know that. It, <laughs> I, I, oh, can't eat, I can't eat steak no more, but that's a worthy sacrifice. <laughs> Corey, oh, every, listen, we got grandchildren now. Okay, and so I believe that when you become a grandparent, you should no longer have children. You know, oh, no, you, I you. you're messing up the I cycle. We need you, you know? to get to the hood and tell people that. Good God. You got I, I had grandchildren There's older than their uncle. There's aunts being born out there. Come on, man. Like, this is ridiculous. Stop doing this. <laughs> Put your seed up. Okay. <laughs> Put your seed up. Stop playing. Shoot. Mm-mm. Every time my, my grandbabies come over, my wife picks them up. I don't touch her for like three weeks. <laughs> Just in case. I, I need that to be washed from her system. This is called prevent, preventative measures. I understand. Yes, because I'd be up in it on Tuesday. So, you know, man, so I, <laughs> I don't need no pressure. <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh. This is a wide range of conversation we're having right now. This is absolutely it's very wide we got, range of conversation. We got to tighten right. it up, though. It's funny that you. you... Tighten it up. Yes. Tighten it up. Yeah, I'm gonna let that. I'm gonna let that rock. <laughs> oh man, dude. similar to when the guest star shows up on the sitcom, we're like, "Hey, you just sit there and wait for the, the clap." The oh man, but you see. <laughs> But you see how, like, I guess we're, we're taking a turn now. Here we go, Corey. We're right. taking this turn. Right. James is my friend. Friend sure. for years. Corey's my friend. Friend from year, friend for years. And I'm going to tell you something about these guys. I have not been in the same. I, you know what? I felt like I've built it. I feel like I've been in the same building with Corey at least one time, and we just didn't know. But one hundred percent, that's ha- that that has ha- that has had to have happened. It had to have happened. But we tweeted these... too many like live tweeted too many things at the same time, like exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, but like outside of Corey coming up for a couple of fantasy football drafts. Haven't seen this guy too many times. James still ain't met James in the flesh yet, ever. Not yet. One of my best friends on earth, though. Crazy. Tell you that. Have have and only have been in the near vicinity when you came down to Houston for 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 AIM or something like that. Yeah, but that, I was down yeah. to AIM. Yeah. And you didn't check in. You didn't check in, George. You didn't want to see what James was eating at. No, we up. we weren't we weren't like really dudes at that point, you know right? Yeah, I mean? we was a tight tight like yeah okay. like okay. So there's no offense taken there. Absolutely not. No. So next time we in Houston, we're hitting James up to see where we're going to uh, eat. Is what you said? That's that's what's <laughs> yeah, man. Got it. Got it. No, I'm just got it. Listen, I, I may throw something on the grill just, for y'all. There you go. Listen, let me tell okay. you something. When this thing. I, 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 James knows this. I've considered moving to Houston because of James. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> like, I know a lot of people down there, but I'm like, yo, my dog is down there. Like, I feel like I'm going to be good. Yeah. If I take my family down there, like, I'll be good, good, good. 
Yeah. So like when when this thing lets up, oh, best believe George is going to Texas. Yeah, Again, bro. It, it's it's gonna happen. So these are my friends. I respect them, and I treat them like they supposed to be treated because they are two of my best friends. And I'm gonna say this. Us people need to start learning how to definition of a friend or for lack of mm. better words, close friend should be. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not getting messy. I'm not in getting into this, any semantics or details about what has been a buzz over the social medias for the weekend because it's not my business. I don't care. Um, I've seen enough sermons on both sides and I could care less because at the end of the day, some people are going to be one way. Other people are going to be other way. That ain't on me, dog. I know what I believe. I know how I believe. And I know that's how I'm going to move. I'm just trying to talk to y'all about learning how to be somebody's friend and be trusted. Yeah. Cause to me, there's nothing more disgusting then have somebody that you have in your life and consider them a close friend and you can't trust that person. Yeah. And, oh, let me just say this, and this is a little bit of diverting. I made a post on social media about the gospel music industry where all of this stuff came from about. And then somebody had the nerve to say that that post was about what went on or whatever. And I'm like, you big dummy. Like, first of all, if you look at the data, this is before everything went went down. Mm. But it's like this is this is part of the this is part of the reason why I reserve my thoughts and whatever might be going on to talk to with my closer friends, my closest friends, because I can't trust all my thoughts out there with people that don't know me and that they don't know my intentions and they don't know that I'm not trying to be messy. I'm just trying to make people laugh, A, and sell some sweatshirts, B. Oh, let me, re- let me, let me realign those goals. I'm trying to have y'all listen to this podcast, A. <laughs> One, A, I'm trying to have y'all laugh and listen to this podcast. B, I'm trying to have y'all buy some sweatshirts and some T-shirts. That's all. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to do. I'm just, I'm just trying to enjoy myself. So the fact that I just found it the the most ironic thing that I found out about this whole messy situation that went down was that it was a supposedly close friend situation. And to me, that's disgusting, yo. There's got to be, and I think we talked about this before a couple of weeks ago. People really don't know how how to be people's friends, yo. Mm Mm-hmm. People really don't, there's no grasp of it. And I really need people to really learn this. I really need there to be a focus on it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, you could, you could sing down, you could, you could worship us down and all this other stuff. But like, I can't, if I can't trust you, I'm not going to want to hear you. Mm-hmm. So guys, what do you what, what's your feelings on like what I I mean you could go off in any way you want to go off. I just had to get that off my chest 
about this. Can I, can I, can I like, go for I, the bishop? Because I yes. know if bishop goes, he's gonna um take us take us there. So let me uh <laughs> let me start off by saying um and this is not to toot my own horn, but I'm just talking about how I am as a friend and how I've connected with people who are like me. And I always tell people, I'm I'm the friend that's evolved. You can tell me stuff and don't have to worry about, oh, well, it came back out and I only told one person. So how did my business get? I'm not that person. I feel like privacy is big for me because I'm a very private person when it comes to certain things. So when people feel like they can confide in me to tell me something, I don't take that lightly. I don't take um, you calling me a friend lightly. I don't take James calling me a friend lightly. So if there's ever a situation where brothers are talking, I feel like it's really corny for somebody who's in that, like if I'm considering you a brother or a close friend, I feel like you slap me in the face when you take my business out and feel like now you have to run to find whoever you can to announce it to first. Like that's that's so corny to me. Mm-hmm. I can't stand people who feel like, oh, well, if James tells me something, now it's my place to tell James's business. No, he didn't tell it to, he didn't tell it to you for you to run to the news reporters and be like, oh, well, if he wanted that information out, Guess what? He would have got on his Facebook Live and said it himself. I think what happens in this day and time, we bro people too quick. Yes. That's my bestie people too quick and don't understand, like, not to say what the intent, what what's your intent, but we, we're so quick to make people our like our close friends and yeah. then get shocked when they do something, whether it be and in, in, in case of uh, talking to a girl that we might like, or in a female in a in a female perspective, taking your business and now telling somebody else, like we we don't take the time to become friends with people. We we like meet somebody one day, want to call them my best friends the next day, want to have Facebook lives where we're telling them our, or we're sending them screenshots of what happens to us. Like we don't. You don't take the time to get to know people to find out, okay, well, are you trustworthy of all of this information? Not even like, are you trustworthy, but are you trustworthy with all of this information? That's like, uh, I think James has said it up here before, single people shouldn't be given couples advice. Because if mm-hmm. I'm confiding you as a, a somebody that's in a couple and you're single, and now I'm giving you all of my, my problems and issues, now you feel like, oh, okay, you're the expert on it and you can talk on my situation. No, that's that's not what that's about. And I just feel like we just need to refocus on who we let in certain groups. And I, I made mention to you guys before when we were talking about the differences in a podcast. And I said, uh, my podcast was the, the Sunday dinner after the gig where you don't invite everybody to that. Everybody's free to speak. And not have to worry about, oh, well, um, how's this going to get out? We can talk freely. We can laugh. We can do all this other stuff because that's just the energy that we create. Like, you don't invite everybody out with you when you after a gig or a Sunday in between services. You're very selective as to mm-hmm. who you have in that circle when you go out. Because there may be something that's said in joking form that somebody else may not get. But we're here understanding that we can laugh. It stays here in this restaurant amongst us 
or whatever have you in our group chat, but I can trust y'all not to take what we said and run elsewhere. And that's that's my piece. That's that's all valid, yo. That's all valid, and it's like I don't know. Like maybe I'm just built different, or maybe it's just when you just get older, you just have the discretion of just like, you know what? That's not their business. Like this person trusted me with this. Let me just not say something. Like, unless it's like life threatening or life changing, keep my mouth shut. Like, and like, I don't know, man, maybe Yeah, some people just need some group chats, like <laughs> some solid ones. Because also, I guess, the takes on the situation. <sighs> I don't know. I, don't, I, don't. I guess everybody is just free to say what they have to say. I don't know. Cause it's just out there, but it's just it gets draining. Y'all lucky Rich not up here, cause Rich, Rich despises social media so much. Rich yeah. will be cooking. Rich will be cooking right now. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought that up though, cause we're in a different age where yeah. communication is different now. People would rather text than talk. Um, um, how dare you call somebody on the phone? Like it's just like weird. Like what are we doing here? You. you <laughs> Was I supposed to use this to actually talk on it? I didn't. I didn't know we were supposed to do that. So the way we do, we, and so I think it affects friendships as well. And it, it comes down to the type of person that you are. You know, yeah. um, I have some secrets that friends have shared with me that I am taking to the grave. I'm flat out taking them to the grave. They will never be heard of from me. I got some secrets that were told to me that I have forgotten. <laughs> I just remembered that they told me <laughs> what it was. And I forgot. Because one thing that I will not do is, is reap seeds of bad friendships. I won't do it. I am going to be a good friend. Um, you know, and the Bible talks about that. He was, who, who needs a friend but show himself friendly. You know, and I think we all give, have opportunities or tests to show if we are the type of people that we need to be concerning other people. Here's the thing, George and Corey. Most people aren't in friendships. They're in social arrangements. Mm. And, in, and as soon as somebody does something in that social arrangement that they don't like, then that friend becomes an enemy. Yeah where if we were actually friends and real friends, real friends don't go away easily. Not real friends. Now, you can easily exchange people out of social arrangements, yes. As soon as you get tired of them, you drop them. But real friends, there's too much equity there. You know, and so not only do we allow people in the space, you know, we got multiple BFFs. How do you, the whole, the whole term BFF means best. Like you can't have nine best friends. Like one <laughs> best is one. You can't have nine best. It, 
you can have not of the best, but only one can be the best. And so even that says, okay, I can't, I'll give myself to a whole bunch of people and won't really invest in the solidarity of a true friendship and, and, and the sacrifice that comes with that, the, the covenant that comes with that, the, the honor that comes with that, even when you make me mad, you know? Um, and that's when it really gets tested. Relationships are always tested by disappointment. So as soon as I disappoint you, then all of a sudden you can out me? No, man. No, not, mm. not a real friend. Not a real friend. Right. You, never, you never out a real friend. You never get that feel with that kind of vengeance, that kind of hate, where you'll expose people and who's got so much to lose. And, and you'll expose people and, and, and almost ruin their credibility and, and bring them to a shame because you know you you've got information on something that 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 only few people have no you're the worst type of person you know you you can't be that and then the ultimate part about that is that you're going to reap that somewhere in your life yep and that's the craziest thing and it may not show up in that particular form but you're going to reap that and you wonder why you're all all alone because you're not friendly you can't be trusted as a friend Nobody likes you because you can't be trusted as a friend. You're alone, not because you're a loner, not because you're an introvert. You're no introvert. You like going outside. You like being social. People don't like you. That you, you're, a, <laughs> you're a forced introvert because <laughs> I'm just a homebody. No, don't nobody want you around. They don't invite you to nothing. That's why you're a homebody. <laughs> You, you don't get invited to nothing and you get mad <laughs> or you watching on Instagram the results of other people having a good time because people want to share with folks they can trust. I told When I told my wife this, I said, you're the only person I trust. She hates that. But, but now she gets it. When she sees the treachery that people operate in, man. And folks turn on each other for the stupidest stuff. They turn, you know what we used to do back in the day, man? Man, we used to fight and then go play ball with each other. Yeah. <laughs> like we, That's yeah, a we, fact. Have, we have it out about something. And then the next thing you know, we're in somebody's driveway playing, playing three on three. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or, or, or playing James, double drop, you know? That's that's what um real friends are. Like you you if you tell me you got a close friend that you never argue with, that ain't your real friend. Right. Y'all never got into a fight. That ain't your real friend. Not a fist fight, but just a disagreeing. Whatever it was. If you never got into one of those with one of your friends, that ain't your real friend. Because every no. real friendship has had that time where the friendship was tested because whatever it was. But like you said, we may argue and then like yo, nigga, stop playing. What, what's happening? What are we going yep. Like it, it's that <laughs> it's that quick turnaround of fam. I I, I get it. We argued. But we're going to get right back at it. Like, nothing changed. Yeah. And so you're always honest with one another. You never BS one another. But what people want now is they don't want friendship. They, they, they want a, a council of agreement. They want everybody to see things their way. And as soon as you don't see things my way, or you don't do for me what I want you to do when, you, when I want you to do it, then I'm going to exit you out of my life. Well, you're selfish. Yeah. And you, can't, and you can't be selfish and be a friend. You know, but when I'll tell you this though, when you do have good friends, it brings health to your life. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It bring, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing, man. You know, and so I, 
I make sure, you know, I, even just today, I was checking on my real friends. I got, I got people in my world that I could call at three in the morning with the deepest struggle in my world. Yeah. And, and I know they'll do right by me. They'll check on me. They'll pray for me. They'll give me counsel. They'll call me stupid. And I'll take it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, then they won't let anybody else do those same things, though. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they can have it out with me. But don't you bring up my name around them. Right. Don't you do it. Because they'll, they'll let you have it. They don't play about me. You know what I mean? And that's another thing. Real friends don't let their friends get dogged out in their company. Right. You ain't going to be talking about my dude. Nope. No, you are not. That's, that, that's my guy. I, ain't gonna let, I don't care how you feel about him. That's my dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he could have been dead wrong. Uh, but wait till I'm gone before you say something. Not, not right. in my presence, though. We, we're not having that so um we, we have a yeah core man we got a long way to go and a lot of lessons to learn about giving people access early because mm-hmm. what you said is so true man we let people in our spaces and start bleeding all over them before they can really handle it and all you're doing is just giving them information to hang you with as soon as they get mad at you so no don't let people in your space you want to see the real, 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 real me? You got to pay for that. That comes in time. Mm-hmm. It comes in time, man. No. You, you, you sitting here talking, James, and the one thing that I <clears throat> go back to in terms of loyalty being built is I'm a PK. We're all PKs here. Um, being in those conversations with your parents to say, now nah, this don't go out of this room. Yeah. And they would have conversations about whoever but it was being trusted at that time frame to be because before it was this the same for you this, mm-hmm. this is grown folks conversation go sit down mm-hmm. somewhere but then when mm-hmm. they trusted you enough to say okay well this don't leave this room and now you're part of these conversations you hear stuff that you wouldn't dream about <laughs> repeating yep Hey, and you just sit there like, oh my God, what? Remember the, the but, remember the first time your 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 PK parents trashed a member in front of you? Remember the first time? <laughs> <that? Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. I'm sorry, Talisa. We should have shared this one <laughs> on the PK show. <laughs> yeah. And Boy. then you see him at church. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, look at sister so and so. Man. Selling selling bad meat to her neighborhood. She ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother Joy Chase, this is so and so. Hey, Miss Purple Meat. I I hit selling <laughs> lunchroom <laughs> milk to people two for two for one dollar. <laughs> you dead wrong, so and so. Shouldn't even. She don't even know you got nicknames for <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Bad Meat Brown. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. But that's real, though, yo. That's real. And oh my gosh. And hmm. Corey, you made a great point about like friendship also doesn't mean that if you did something wrong i'm just gonna agree with you just for the fact of not wanting to hurt your feelings no 
every once in a while, you're gonna have to have one of those con- them conversations where the fight starts, and then the friend has your back, but as they're backing you away from the fight, mm-hmm. they telling you, "Hey, man, yeah, you was tripping right there." Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, so they're gonna you have it? your I'm back. Gonna throw punches with you. Why you in? Right, it? yeah, they're gonna have your you. back. They're there for the fight with you. But then when they when y'all walking back to the car, you fixing your shirt and everybody's calming down. Hey, that was a smart. You didn't do good right there. That wasn't it's what you were supposed to do. Six of them. What were you doing? There's two of us and six Man. of them. What were you? What were you doing? That's one thing I didn't do. If my dudes ever started a fight, I watched. <laughs> Ain't no need for both of us to be dealing with violence here. When you instigated the situation, obviously you feel like you can handle home, dude. I'm going to let you do it. Now, you know, now I ain't going to let them steal your chain, but, you know, I guard your chain. Now I do that. I ain't going to let them steal your watch, but hey, you, you started it. You go ahead and finish it. No, unfortunately, I, I, I was the wrong James, one. James, I like that because I'm the guy that, yeah, I'll let you I'll, get it, fight it out. But the moment somebody jump in, then now it yeah. becomes me yeah. saying, "I." Right. Yeah, we, we ain't gonna do no two on two on one situation. No, we ain't yeah. doing that. But you yeah. know, I'll but if you start it, then go ahead. Be, I'll be here. Yeah. Go ahead, man. I won't let them take your shoes. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I I never waited, yo. I was very, and the the fact about it is. As rowdy as I was, my last fight was eighth grade, probably seventh grade when I got jumped. Like, I was very rowdy, like ready to yell in people's faces and stuff like that. Like when it had nothing to do with me. Like I remember, I my my roommate in college freshman year, his name was James. His name was Linwood Harvey. Oh yeah, that yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. Not no offense, Corey. I just felt like James could relate to a name like yeah. that. More his, his name was Linwood <laughs> Harvey. He was born he in was, the 50s. He was from Washington, DC. Mm-hmm. And I stole his clippers and helped him look for it after the fact. I didn't like him. That's great. Stole his clippers, then helped him look for it. That's great. Yeah. He had the edgers okay. junk and I stole him junk yeah. and I helped him look for it after the fact. Yeah, I was trying to. That's good stuff. I was traveling. I was traveling. Mm-hmm. That wasn't my friend. But let me tell you how we was in that student union for one of them freshman year parties. And they said, yo, your roommate got, <laughs> we was in Virginia now. Hey, somebody stole your roommate in the face. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what? Went over there, Rodney. Who talked to Whoever did it. He was like, oh, shoot. Me and George, well, not George, Victor. Me and Victor is cool. Nah, we wasn't cool. Not at all. Like, at the time, I didn't get the definition of it or whatever. As rowdy as I was. So that that reminds me <laughs> of this situation here where you're looking at all of these people having these roundtables on social media and everybody's getting rowdy, rowdy, saying their piece. And I feel like they're not <laughs> they're not the subject's friend. They're just venting their own piece now. Yep. For what they're dealing with and their struggle and yep. their issue. It's projection. It, right. It's projection. It has nothing to do with what went on. 
This is all about you and whatever cross you're carrying that you're mm-hmm. dealing with that you like I've seen oh my god so many so many documentate so many um documentaries on the church and then I've seen the other side when people is talking about with well, you y'all not calling out sin. Like, how about everybody just shut up for a second? Hmm. Like, shut up for a second. And Joe, I know you, you you stumble onto an area, and this is a conversation and a conversation me and my wife had. So many people want to be church hurt and don't know what church hurt is. <laughs> like they so quick to be like, oh yeah. So you was church hurt? Me too. Oh, they, they told me because I was doing wrong. They called me out on it. Yeah, now I don't want to go back. Like so many people want to be hurt just to be in the end crowd and don't know what actual church hurt is. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I, and I, and I've, said, I've said before that mm. it's the accountability measure, man. People want autonomy. And yeah. you, you can't lead people who want autonomy. They want to do what they want to do when they want to do it. And when they don't get their way, then all of a sudden you are restricting them. And God is love. Yeah, God is love. God doesn't let you do everything you want to do out of love. Love is not allowance. Love is not allowance. And then that's part of the reason why we can't have going back to the friendship thing. Because in friendship is accountability. Yeah. And we don't like to be told you bugging. We we want grace for when we're bugging, and then we want to drill people when they're bugging. But no, this is not how that works. I hate so when people that, tell me I'm bugging. I hate it. Oh my god, I hate it so much. But if you are, <laughs> you gotta be told you're bugging. If you no, are. Be, because if you are bugging, you need to stop bugging. Yeah. Because you're not a bug. <laughs> <laughs> You weren't you weren't built to bug, all right? You know, and so and so you could be wrong. You know, you could be wrong. You know that, right? You know you could, yes, you, you could be wrong. And yeah. really, and and if I do love you, I should be able to tell you that. Actually, yeah. letting you become a monster is the opposite of love. Where if I'm always excusing you for what you do. No. And it's not the church. The church ain't hurt nobody. The church ain't hurt nobody. The church ain't, ain't, ain't making tapes. The church ain't hurt nobody. All right? The church ain't doing that. The, yeah. There's people that do that. And these people go to church. But God's church ain't doing that to you. And guess what? Well, if you leave the church and be around negative people, or, or you know, they do the same thing. They do the same thing at your job. They do the same thing in your neighborhood. Don't be mm. tripping off of church folk and act like there's a deficiency in Christianity. No, Christianity is no. fine. Oh. Christianity is fine. God's word is still true. You're dealing with imperfect people. And guess what you are? You're imperfect too. So the I same mean, thing that you do to other people is being done to you. you hate, no, no, this ain't even about that. It ain't right. even about that. The diatribes I've seen on Christianity and religion and all of that stuff. And I'm just like, do y'all know it? It's just, it's people. It's people. Like, I even had to catch myself when I did my gospel music industry post that I was so upset about because I'm not even gonna, I, I can't, I can't share what happened because I don't want to out nobody because it was a friend. 
that I was upset for. You want me to do but, it? No, nah, please don't. Okay. okay. <laughs> it was it was a friend that I was actually upset for if something happened. But I'm, I wasn't upset with the gospel music industry. I was upset with people. Mm-hmm. So in in order for me to not name the people and just get my vet out, they were a part of something, gospel music industry. So I said that. I'm not of, upset with gospel. I'm, I'm a part of the gospel music industry. Everyone that listens, and I'm not saying that as no flex, Corey. Everybody that listens to gospel music is a part of the gospel music industry. Like a no, really? I'm letting you cook. I, I, I'm letting you cook. Catch my, I'm letting I caught, you that's why I caught myself. <laughs> if I listen to gospel music, I'm a part of the gospel music industry. So I'm an active participant, even in just listening. But it's it's important for us to know that we can't just say we can't just we don't characterize hospital people. Them hospital, I can't stand them hospital people. I can't stand them grocery store people. No, you was mad with Madge from right. the hospital. You was mad with Shirley from the grocery store. Like, just because Deacon comes before Billy's name, you upset with Billy. Mm-hmm. Just because he's Deacon Billy, that doesn't mean that all church folk are bad. Like, George, one of the one of the best things I remember my father saying when he ordained a young pastor he, he was making him uh, um an elder or a minister and in the ordination my father said now i don't want y'all attacking him because he's still young he's gonna make mistakes that don't mean y'all gotta report his mistakes or make it seem like the title is now affected because he still has maturity to go through and to me that it, volumes because you, you have people waiting for the mistake so that they can say like so that they can do yeah. the church like you said oh yeah. the church the, the, the church is doing this or look at the look how the church is like they they, they want to sing and praise and worship lead worship and then look at their life and then like people are so quick to want to just generalize everything mm-hmm. and like you mm-hmm. said not separate the people because that's the thing that's the that's the maturity you're talking about it's immaturity flat out it's immaturity for you to just characterize everything off of one experience i'm not going back i ain't going back to dunkin donuts because that girl messed up my coffee like you just gonna stop like because off of that one experience with that one person you don't know what's gonna happen the next time you go if you who you dealing with? The person might have just started. Like, there's so many, there's so many caveats that could be considered in that. So, like, well, like what James was saying, like, we're imperfect. We're all imperfect people, and we only seem to remember that when we mess up. Mm-hmm. We only remember that we're imperfect when we mess up. But when somebody messes with our stuff or does something to us. Oh, you're supposed to be better than that. How dare you? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to. It is always not what they are. You're supposed to be this. You're supposed to be that. Like, what do you mean I'm supposed to be? Like, if you know what I'm supposed to be, then you then you know that I'm imperfect just like you. And I'm going to mess mm-hmm. up just like you. 
Yeah, we we, we extend grace to people we like. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you have to be careful with that, you know. And that uh, I'm learning to be more gracious. Um, we do a George and I we do another show, and um, it should be real fun this week. That show should be fun because man. Um, yeah, a, a lot has happened. Um, but I go I go on mute a lot on that show. Um, <laughs> partly because nine times out of ten, there's another person on there who just says something really ignorant, and I need to breathe. Um, we, he was almost we almost called him for this one today. Um, Corey definitely made a suggestion. To- <laughs> Shout out to my it's, pastor, Pastor Schaefer in Chicago. He he uh, is. I don't know how he pastors people. Listen, uh, that's. Um, <laughs> James, I gotta lie to you. I logged into his um his service on Sunday, and I just logged out because I was like, "No, I'm gonna say something stupid." See, yep. And yep. he's trying to. He's really like he's up there. He's like conducting service, and he, I was just like. Let me get out. <laughs> get yeah. Out yep. Yep. And see that, oh, and that's good God. when you know you're a heathen. So that way, yes, you know, yes, yes, absolutely. But, because I, man, I wanted to, like first thing I wanted to type was what happened to Rick James Cocaine Girls. They hear? See, see, <laughs> see. I just want y'all to know that Rick James tied up a girl in a chair. And burnt her with a cigarette. <laughs> do, do you know how high you got to be to hold a white girl hostage? Oh my gosh! And make her do drugs and tie her to a chair and just start burning her thighs with cigarette butts. Oh my lord! Eric James, boy, listen, he is he is lighting hell up right now. That dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Anyway, who you think was higher, him or Richard Pryor? Who was higher? Oh, sh- Richard Pryor. <laughs> Richard Pryor was high. R- Richard Pryor. High, high. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. See if I can preface this on this show. <laughs> see if y'all can get what I'm saying. Pam Grier used to date Richard Pryor. She okay. said he did so much coke that she would get high. As she performed, <laughs> wow! Well, that's a lot of coke. That's a lot, that's of, a coke. lot of coke. <laughs> that's a lot of coke. <laughs> A lot of cocaine. A lot. A lot He's a coke girl. dispenser. Yes. <laughs> That's a lot of booger sugar. That's. He's a coke fountain. <laughs> Not a coke fountain. There is a fountain filled with coke. Richard Pryor shot it in his veins. veins. <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh gosh! Yeah, Richard didn't have control of his drugs like 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 Rick, Rick James did. Like, yeah, Rick James is in control. He knew exactly what he was doing. 
but he was burning people up and tying them hostage. <laughs> and he, he he knew what he was doing. He knew Rich, what he was Rich, doing. Yeah, Rich, Rich Pryor had control where he could come back To the point where he could go back to the Chappelle show and tell the stories of what he was yes. doing vividly. Cocaine even, though he boycott, <laughs> even though we boycotted Chappelle Man. show. Boycott Chappelle show. Boycott Chappelle show. <laughs> Mm. No, it's, it's still on. It's still on HBO Max. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Yo, no, I'm, I'm telling you, it's on HBO Max. I'm telling you not to watch it because I had to go through that same thing, seeing it pull from Netflix and then seeing it on HBO Max and being like, "Oh, I can't press." <laughs> nope, don't watch it, man. Now, George, in your in your bootlegging days that you were referencing earlier. Yes. This would have been a time when I said, I am so glad back in the day I caught it um, at a discount, if you catch what I'm saying, before it was even released <laughs> on these platforms. So I had <laughs> entire box set, entire box set on DVD. Quick question. This might be a whole nother subject. Uh-oh. Because somebody made a post on Facebook and I thought it was an interesting take. Why was everybody so willing to align with Dave Chappelle and his Netflix boycott, but we weren't as willing to align with Monique and hers? Different situation. Completely. Different situation. Monique was offered a certain amount of money and she turned it down because she felt like she deserved more. Where she didn't have previous comedic work that proved that she was worth the amount of money that she wanted in that situation. They gave the same amount of money to Wanda Sykes and she flipped it. Definitely did. Different, different situation, okay? Monique had done a bunch of serious work, serious acting, hadn't done comedy specials. And the last comedy special that she did went wood. <laughs> I remember her standing in front of that old pitiful trophy case talking about she's the funniest person alive. When? At at one point, you ain't even the funniest female comedian alive. Like, what are you talking about? And then she compared herself to Amy Schumer when Amy Schumer was doing numbers. Okay, Amy Schumer got them got that check because she was doing numbers. Monique misplayed it. She yes, she is funny. Yes, she's legendarily funny. I think the Parkers is a very underrated show. Listen, Monique was doing work on that joint. Watch the Parkers on Netflix. Corey, are you a Parker's person? Here's the thing. I like the Parker's, but I, I was more of a fan of Monique's stand-up than I was of her on the Parker's. Because the Parker's was funny. Bugs is I funny. Slept on, I slept on the Parker's. I don't know what I was doing first go-around. But now that I watch the Parker's now, it's stupid funny to me now. Like, literally. Yeah, like, funny. I'm losing it watching the Parker's right now. Like, and she's a good stand-up comedian. I'm I'm not hating. Like when they did the 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 Queens of Comedy with her and some more and Laura Hayes. And, yep. Mm. Um, that was funny. But it ain't same level as Crick's Rock. It ain't the same level as Dave Chappelle. And it, you, she was warning too much money in that. Now, if Lee Daniels did her wrong, okay, that's a whole nother thing. Oprah, yeah, yeah Oprah did her wrong. Okay, Oprah did her slap mm. wrong. She had every right <laughs> to clown. Okay. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, Tyler Perry apologized to her and she didn't take it the first time. And she clowned on it. Now she wanted another one? No. Mm-mm. no. Monique was glory hounded. So it's not to say that some of the things that 
that she uh, went on, she had a legitimate gripe about. She did. But this is a different situation. She is getting paid from Netflix from her situation in the Parkers. She just wanted more money than what she thought she was worth, and she outplayed it. And you see, Monique could have, James is 100% right. If Monique's attitude was, I'll take this for this one special, but as long as we can renegotiate for the next one, like, she went on, no, I want you to give me Amy Schumer money with no, with nothing to negotiate with. Like, she never did them numbers. Get the numbers up. Yeah. Right. Get get the numbers up first and then go back to the table and be like, all right, this is what I did the first time. What are we talking now? Dave got what he got from Netflix because he turned away 50 from Comedy Central. You saw what he did at Comedy Central. Yeah. I can I can offer you 50 now because I know what you did over there. I know your track record. I know what you're going to do over here. Yeah. And Netflix is smart because they partner with Dave and he's saying, this makes me feel the way. And Netflix is like, oh, okay. It's gone. No. Because you understand, like, I keep him happy here because we can bring so much more streams and viewership here if we have him happy here than him going, creating his own thing or going someplace else. Like, smart job on Netflix's part. Completely yeah. different, though. Like, Monique, she didn't have any bargaining chips when she was saying, oh, well, I'm this, that, and the third. Because if we're going to keep it a buck, some more was the, the, the standout on Queens of Comedy. She, yes, she was. Yes, she was. Hilarious, too. And I thought Laura Hayes had a better set. Yeah. You know? Oh. And, and then, and, the, and the, also the thing that broke the situation is right be, beyond that, um, Tiffany Haddish got a multi pack deal from Netflix, but she had present work. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she was a hot, hot ticket. So normally, she was hot. You know, so it, it wasn't like, she, when they try to make it out like this is a campaign against black women, um, black women comedians. No, it's not. They like Wanda Sykes. They like, <laughs> they, they, they like Tiffany Haddish. You got to be funny and do numbers. They ain't giving this kind of deal to um, Chris Tucker right now. Absolutely no, not. That's, a, that's perfect. Perfect. So, you know, get, get this cash. Half, half a meal to do a Half a meal to do a stand up. A stand A. No. Not a couple. A. 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 Half a meal. Do you know I just thought about 25 different things I could do with five hundred thousand dollars? Oh my god, I'd never be on this show again. Um, if, 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 <laughs> there, there wouldn't be this show. <laughs> Man, grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> five hundred thousand. These cats forget how much. I mean, you you could probably hear the Whatever Face podcast on the V. George Smith Podcast Network or something like that. Oh, <laughs> so I'm just I'm just gonna little bro me. Okay, how about hey, <laughs> hey man. Okay, shoot, that's what he did. Yeah, he little bro me. He don't he don't realize how he's recording this podcast right now. I cut the. I, I, uh, I'm, like, oh. <laughs> I'm I'm peeking over at my phone. All right, I'm still the host. He didn't switch it. Oh, thank God. Oh, you ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> oh, God. George, how are you going to get the recording? Oh, that's true. Yeah. You didn't think about that, huh? <laughs> And I just gave this joke. I just gave this joke $7 this morning, too. Dag nabbit. 
miraculously, it, oh man, it didn't record. Would you look at that? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me call Cash App back. Nah, I'm, you know what? This is over. customer I'm, service for seven dollars. Listen, listen I, Jay, leave me alone. I'm getting that five cent back that I sent you extra today too. I'm getting all my Zoom money back. I paid yeah, all George, my Zoom. Listen, George sent me five cents today. Okay, <laughs> listen, I, I that's the I kind of friendship. Listen, yeah. I'm trying to tell you, I, we're in we're in a group called NBA Smack Talk, and we're trying to get virtual there too. But we really didn't talk that that much. So James was like, "Hey man, just give me two dollars to call today." I said, like, "Man, I got you, man. Here's two dollars and five cents." The five cents. <laughs> I was like, "Here go, here go the extra five cents, just in case, you know that tax." I, I you never know. <laughs> you never know. You might be going for that clean pump at the gas station. You might See, miss it. Am I missing? You might be going for thirty nine. You might miss that junk. Like thirty nine oh five. George sent me thirty four dollars. Boom. That's it. Now, if your bank is that trifling to charge you overdraft for two cents, you need to leave that bank for real. <laughs> get you a crime royal bag and keep your money in that. Because, AKA, you need to leave Bank of America. They're the worst. They're terrible. Wow. Unless they're sponsors. All right. Hell, so, on that, on that note, shout out to Chase, though. Chase will hold hey. you down. Try and tell you, I love me some Chase Bank. Goodness yeah. gracious, I love that bank. Oh, well. Guys, we did it. Another great episode of the pod. Shout out to all the ladies of the pod. We miss y'all. Talisa, Dom. Yes, Dom, you did one episode and you're one of the ladies of the pod. I hope you're here. Tiffany. And last but not least, what could Veronica be? All right, guys, what could Mm -hmm. Veronica be watching? Um. (laughs) What? What could Veronica be watching? Coming to America is about to come on CBS, so she has no excuse. Coming to America is going to be on CBS. It's going to be on Amazon Prime in March, they said? Movies like that shouldn't be on CBS. Like, Yeah, because he's taking all the spice out of it. Like, some stuff just... It's going to look like a documentary. We need need all of that. Yeah. We need all of that in that movie. That was one of my greatest joys, sneaking in my grandfather's house. Into my uncle Lance's room and watching that movie, crying, laughing. But <laughs> um, Veronica, shout out to her. Shout out to Rich. Feel better, my dude. Yeah. And that's it. All our hearts and minds clear. Yeah, man. Happy December to everybody, man. We're we're almost out of twenty twenty. We're almost oh. out of twenty twenty. Wear your mask if it's if it's completely. Impossible. If it's impossible and you just have to have to go out, please do so and get back to your house as quick as possible. Unless you live in Atlanta, where they're obviously in some shield that Tyler Perry built, and everybody's just safe because those people they're in crazy. Atlanta are doing whatever okay. they <laughs> want. If if you're listening to this show and you live in Atlanta, stay inside. Stay inside. That's all I got. I was trying to tie something fun into it, but seriously, I mean, I'm looking at these videos of these parties Man. and stuff, and it's like a petri dish of COVID. Like it is, <laughs> like for real. Like I mean, that like it's even worse. They got they have 
more contact than than pre-corona. Like, what are y'all doing? It's it's like shocking to see. Like, it's cringeworthy. Like, I'm just. I literally like go barely anywhere. Like I take my wife and my daughter to the grocery store. My daughter might have to go pick something up. My wife might have to go to physical training or something like that. When I tell you that my windows are rolled up and you know what kills me, Corey? Oh my goodness. I be dropping Charmaine off, right? And then I go park the truck somewhere where nobody's parked at. And then somebody comes and parks right next to me. I cannot stand fam. I turn the truck when I drive around looking for the two spots that are not by each other. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you all right? Let me ask you this question. Then we gotta go. Do you park bad on purpose so nobody can park next to you? I can I park so that when people see me park, they're like, this guy's a dick. Because I park (laughs) like (laughs) I I don't pull all the way into the parking space. Like I park slanted. Sometimes I park in two spots on purpose. So it's like, oh, this guy. Like, if you saw my car, you'd be like, you'd leave a note on my car. Like, you are an a-hole. Have a good day. No, listen, if I see your car now, I'll probably look at it and be like, I get it. I get it. I get it. Because I promise you, what I'm I'm parking so far away. I drop them, I drop them off right at the door and I go so I park far as possible and then these people literally will park next to you like no nah, I'm just gonna start parking sideways and just taking up like three spots and just calling it a I'm day about to, I'm about to post a video of my latest parking job in the group chat right now okay, just so cool. you know how um, how much I don't want to be around people when I park I'm gonna show you this whole yeah. and just bringing that back people Get y'all a good group chat. The safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. The second place is in the group chat. Get you a good, <laughs> trusted group chat. There's many apps. If you don't like text, group me is one of them. Listen, people. Let's be wiser. Let's move safer. Let's stay home. Everybody just stay home. Six yes. weeks home. Six just weeks home, we're going to be good. We're gonna be out of this check, so much closer. Check it. We just check it. Check it. Corey, you a horrible person. Corey, you a horrible. And with that, if, if and with that, I almost want to put this picture as the cover for the podcast. Make <laughs> it. Make it. <laughs> oh gosh, that is so All horrible. right, man. For myself, <laughs> for Corey Reed, for James White, want to thank you for rocking with us. <laughs> oh my God. Your, your Lexus does not deserve this car. Like, <laughs> oh gosh. And as always, my people, stay masked up and stay beautiful. We will talk to y'all next week. Peace. I'm sending this to Lexus of America. Um, <laughs>